Hello, love. Welcome to Dive In Deep. I'm your host, Jessica Birch, and here I will be sharing with you how to reconnect to the deepest parts of your being through meditation, spiritual wisdom, and healing tools. It is my intention to help you heal from past trauma, bring you back to your heart center, and remember your authentic self. Welcome back to your soul. Mm, Hello, beautiful. Welcome to episode two of Dive In Deep and the Cosmic Inner Child series. Today we are working with the Libra Inner Child and healing your people pleaser. So this is a huge topic, a big, big can of worms to open. So be here for it. (laughs) I'm here for it. And with that, I just want to say that this might be a little bit triggering for you today. The people pleaser comes with quite a shadow side, like all things. But this one is particularly connected and interesting, and we'll get into that in a few moments. First, we are going to talk about Libra and what Libra represents symbolically and astrologically. And we're going to go back in time and dive into your childhood a little bit and see how people-pleasing worked for you in the past and is now part of your shadow today. So, Libra represents a lover archetype, right? The part of ourself that loves, that wants love, that wants to be in love, that wants to share love, express love, have relationships, have loving relationships. And it's ruled by the planet of Venus. So this is a feminine goddess type of archetype and planet that represents love and beauty and charm and easygoingness and that flowy, beautiful, innocent, seeming nature right so if you think about any beautiful goddess what entices you unless she is a fierce goddess but those of the beautiful draw you in with their charm draw you in with their beauty the same way a flower draws you in right with its colors with its shape with its beauty but much like a rose this goddess archetype also has its thorns and if any of you are libra or have a strong libra aspect in your chart or know libras closely there is a tendency to be indecisive 
And sometimes, not always, but sometimes this is where people-pleasing comes in. And that's okay. Compromise in relationships is okay to a degree. Some may say differently. But indecisiveness can have quite its shadow. And again, we'll dive into that in just a little bit. But what happens with this Libra archetype is it becomes passive-aggressive. And in my experience, in some of its darkest parts of the shadow or the negative ego, please mind my language, we all have our own way of describing this, it can become resentful. So this archetype or this part of ourselves, and we all have this inside of us, this part of ourselves that wants love, wants an open heart, wants to live with a big, beautiful, open heart, can become quite the opposite, can become judgmental. This is a big shadow for Libra. Can become resentful. This is a big shadow of the people pleaser. So just keep that in mind for this little while. So let's take some time now to think back to childhood and how pleasing others was a method of survival for you. Now this can look like many different things. Right? We all have our own stories, we all have our own history, we all have our own experiences in childhood and in life. But think back to when you were a kid, how there was maybe a time where you didn't do something or say something in a way that was completely true and authentic to you out of fear for whatever reason and instead you chose to go against that authentic self and do or say or show up in whatever way you thought was going to please the person in front of you. Now usually in childhood this person or these people are our parents, our teachers, right? The people who provide us with what we need to survive whether it's the physical basic human survival of providing us with a home and food and water or if it's the emotional survival of providing us with love So just be aware that there is like this switch, this shift that probably happens in all of us at some point or another where we go against our own authentic self, our own intuitive voice in order to please the person in front of us. Now in childhood, This is often necessary. Most of us did not grow up in 
perfect homes with parents who could handle our emotions, let alone their own, or whatever else it may be. So in order to receive the love that we need, we absolutely need, in order to thrive and actually survive in a human body, there's so much scientific research done around this, we need love to survive. Instead of being ourselves, we be what we think the other person wants us to be. And this works. In childhood, this totally, completely works. One of the biggest branches off of a people pleaser is something that Beverly Engel coined the term as the nice girl syndrome right? Be nice. Cross your legs. Don't be loud, right? All of this bullshit that, especially as women, we're grown up to obey by, right? And the same sorts of things obviously apply for men or wherever you are on the spectrum. This is for everyone. So you can replace girl with whatever term works for you. So take a moment to notice how your inner child played that people-pleasing nice girl role. People-pleasing good boy role. If I'm good, if I'm quiet, if if I do as I'm told, right? If I get a straight A, straight A's in class, right? Whatever it is, then I will be loved. If I do this thing for my parent, then I will be loved. If I act this way, then I will be loved. Now what happens when we move beyond childhood is our system, our minds and our nervous systems still work in this exact same way. And what drives it is fear, right? Fear of what? Fear of not being loved, fear of not being enough, fear of not having enough, fear of not being safe, fear of not being taken care of, fear of not surviving, which as human beings, that is truly our base fear. Right? And we'll talk about the borders of life and death another time. <laughs> so this is fear that's driving us. Fear that is keeping us in this cycle of people-pleasing. And as we move into adulthood and we create our own life, and we're still holding on to this survival tactic, what happens? Well, this is the triggering part. We continue to manipulate. We continue to leave our true and authentic self boxed up somewhere deep down in our hearts. We ignore that being 
we ignore our truth, we ignore our intuition, we shame our authenticity, and we manipulate. Now I know this is a big, strong word, but it's true. So to put it simply, in adulthood, we are stuck in a cycle of self-abandonment and manipulation. Okay, so let's for a moment dive into this. And with this, let's talk about boundaries. Now, boundaries is a word that gets thrown around a lot. And it has taken me years, <laughs> years and dozens of self-help books and inner work to actually start to understand what the hell boundaries actually are. I grew up with none, <laughs> none whatsoever, okay? And a lot of us grow up this way. A lot of us grew up in families that are codependent, this is also a shadow side of the Libra archetype and fuels our people-pleaser. So, what are boundaries? Boundaries are simply the intuitive voice that we have inside and aligning our actions with that voice. Now, the problem that most of us have is there are so many voices floating around in our heads, taking control over our thoughts, clouding and layering over top of our true authentic voice because we've abandoned it so many times. So boundaries are listening to that voice knowing that voice and aligning your actions, your words with that voice. Now your intuitive voice is usually the most subtle yet most consistent voice that you have inside. All of the other voices, they come, they go, the intuitive voice is always there. Your authentic voice is always there beneath it all. So when you don't follow through with your intuitive voice and the boundaries it's trying to set and the self it's trying to create, whether you're just doing this with yourself not listening to your boundaries or whether you're doing this to yourself with or because of another person this is self-abandonment you are abandoning your authenticity you are abandoning your inner child and why to please others right so people pleasing is Nothing but going against your inner voice to manipulate the world around you out of fear. 
okay? It is going against your authenticity to in some way manipulate the world around you because you're afraid and because even on the most subtle and energetic level, right? We're not always doing this when we're conscious. Most likely we're doing this because we're not conscious of it, right? This doesn't make anybody a bad person, but we're doing it out of fear and we're doing it to try to get something. We're trying to fill ourselves back up because the self, this authenticity has been abandoned. Your heart's cup is empty and you're trying to fill it back up and the only way you know how is through pleasing others, right? External validation and all that. So now with the Libra archetype, this is all about relationships. And like I said before, codependency is a shadow side of the Libra. So what is codependency? Codependency is emotionally and psychologically relying on each other while being bound to each other in sort of some negative loop. So think about a dynamic that you have with someone in your life that doesn't feel so great. Okay, someone close to you, a parent, a partner, a friend, a sibling. And notice this loop, this codependent, people-pleasing, manipulative loop that you are both in. And sometimes one person tends to be more of a people pleaser than the other and the other holds sort of like this vampire archetype. So we have here now the blood donor, which is usually the people pleaser, the person who sets their boundaries down, puts their authenticity back in the box in order to please this other person, this vampire who takes all of your blood, all of your juice, all of your prana, your chi, your magic, your life force. And within this, the blood donor receives something in return. Although they may feel energetically completely exhausted, they probably feel manipulated. But in return, you get some sort of false stability false safety through this relationship and that's not love right that is not what our heart and soul truly truly desire right because in this place you can never be whole first of all your whole entire being is shoved in this box covered with flowers and whatever that you think is going to please the people around you. You never get to be authentic. You never get to fill up your own cup and keep it full and serve from an overflowing place and offer your love from an overflowing place. See, this is where resentment comes in. Right? When we are serving or offering ourselves, offering love from our own damn cup, 
right? So think about yourself, your vessel, your body as a glass. How in the world are you going to offer love? Let's say water is the love. How are you going to offer your love when your cup is dry? Or what about your cup is just half full? You're only living half of your potential. You only have half of your resources necessary in order to not only survive, but thrive. And now you're giving it away. So what happens? You give, out, you give this little bit that you have left away out of fear, out of codependency, out of shadow manipulation, and you end up burnt out. You end up angry. You end up resentful. You end up identifying as a victim. When you are continuing this cycle, because you're dropping your boundaries and you're not listening to your own inner voice. And I know that this can be super, super hard. And this is time and this is practice that it's gonna take to reestablish this beautiful and necessary connection to your own true, authentic voice. So people-pleasing always has the secret intention, right? Embedded in, in fear, embedded in manipulation. And essentially, what we're doing is we're ignoring our no. When our cup is not full, when our cup is not overflowing, for the most part, and not always, okay, this, this, it's, this is life. <laughs> Right? Times are always different. In the moment, it's always a little bit different. So take this grain by grain. But when our cup is not overflowing, our intuitive voice, for the most part, is saying no. Think about how many times you've sat on your computer at work exhausted, headache is coming in, energy is low, it's time for your lunch but you have so much work to do. So instead of listening to the little voice inside of you that's saying, no, please step away, please nourish me, please fill me back up, you bypass your no and you sit and you work. And a few months later you end up ill, not well. And this is what happens in relationships. This is what happens when you bypass your boundaries, you bypass your intuitive voice. Because your people pleaser is running the show. Now, I want to take a couple of minutes to talk about how this affects both parties of the relationship before we dive into a little bit of a meditation. Think about it this way. Whatever is true for you is true for all. Okay? And in this context, 
in which I'm speaking. In the context of we are all one, we are completely interconnected, and when you go beyond the separation of our physical bodies, we are one mind, one consciousness, one spirit, okay? So from a place of unity, from the highest truth of not non-duality, but beyond duality, we are one. And what is in some way a no for you authentically is a no for the person you're trying to please. So think about it this way. If somebody is asking something of you and your instinct, your intuitive voice says no and wants a boundary put there because you are not, for whatever reason, in a position to offer your service and offer your love, then what's actually true for this other person, no matter what their state, is to not receive what they're looking for from you. Now, when somebody has been feeding off of you for a long time, this is going to shake some serious shit up in your relationship. But it is your responsibility. It is your responsibility to hold your relationship to a higher standard to set your boundaries so that you can grow and evolve to be your best self and for the other person to be able to do the same. So imagine this other person is caught in their own cycle of manipulation and vampirism, okay? And they haven't been able to break themselves out of this very needy victim cycle. And you, as the people pleaser, are keeping them in this cycle. So it's not good for either person. And sometimes we need to find the courage and the discipline to hold our boundaries to abide by our intuitive no, not only for our own well-being, but for the other person in the relationship as well. So what if instead of both people in this relationship continuing this cycle of codependency, of manipulation, of people-pleasing and donating all of their life force and stealing all of their life force? What if the relationship with yourself or with this other person could shift to one where you both show up with a full and overflowing cup? What if your relationship shifted to one where you are both coming from a place of love and authenticity 
sometimes and if you're listening to this podcast this person is you (laughs) sometimes one person has to be responsible for this shift one person needs to set fire to the old so something new can arise and this is where we need to move inward to anchor ourselves to root down in the self to know the self to know the intuitive authentic voice that is alive inside of you to develop the courage to stand in that authenticity to reopen the heart and to connect from a place of wholeness from a place of love so if you're not already if it's safe for you if you are driving or out in public or something feel free to pause now and come back to this practice later maybe take some time to self-reflect journal bring light to the story of your childhood and how this people-pleasing survival tactic is still active inside of you maybe take some time to see how not only are you being manipulated but you are actually manipulating also okay and with compassion right if you are here if you are listening to this then you are looking for a change and you are becoming aware of these things and that is perfect and everything is okay so don't over criticize yourself send yourself some love some forgiveness some compassion and maybe when the time comes you can do that for the person or people in which you are trying to please okay we're all just little babies inside so when you're ready when you're in a safe space come into a comfortable seat close your eyes roll your shoulders back straighten your spine make all of your little adjustments so that you can find some comfort and stillness you can also do this laying down sitting in a chair however you're comfortable once you're here once you've landed start to slow down and deepen your breath breathe a breath that feels really good really satisfying for your body and keeping with this breath notice all of the energy you are holding in your upper body notice all of the energy 
surrounding the upper part of your aura, the space over top of your head, around your head, over top of your shoulders, maybe sitting on your chest, on your upper back, this heaviness, this weight. And as you exhale, drop all of that weight, all of that energy. So as you inhale, bring your awareness to all of the chaos, the vibration, and the heaviness that is in this upper part of your vessel. Maybe you feel pressure in your head. Maybe you have a headache, some neck aches, shoulder aches. All of this pressure, all of this pressure to please, to do something, to do something a certain way, to look a certain way, to be a certain way. This false sense of responsibility sits on your shoulders. Let it drop down. Exhale it all away. And let your energy drop down into your seat into your hips, your pelvis, if you're in a female body, into your womb. Let yourself become heavy and relaxed in this space. Let your root, let your pelvic floor soften and expand. Let any tension in your belly be released. Let that energy drop down into your root. Anchor yourself in your body. Let your mind start to quiet down. Let go of any tension you're holding in your head, in your face. And let your awareness drop down deep into your body. Land here. Let all parts of yourself arrive here. Know that Holding your boundaries is what's going to make you feel safe. Listening to and acting from your boundaries will make you feel safe and secure within yourself. You are an adult now and this is your responsibility. So take this moment to vow to yourself that you will keep yourself safe. That you will make yourself feel secure. That you will provide yourself 
with what you need to the best of your ability to not only survive, but thrive. And from this safe, cozy, grounded place, start to bring your awareness up to your solar plexus, your upper belly. Breathe into and out of that space. And find the courage the discipline and the strength to actually act from, do from your authentic voice. Let this courage, let this space in your body, your solar plexus chakra, your manipura chakra, to provide you with the fire, with the strength, with the courage, with the discipline to overcome any fears you may have that you may be holding on to since childhood. so that you can actually put the boundary in place, whether that is with yourself or with someone you are in relation with. And with that, knowing that if that is what is truly, truly best for you, in some way or another, it is also truly, truly best for them. So now you're going to affirm yourself in some way. I am strong. I am courageous. I can do this. Right? Where is that fire? Where is that place from which you can divinely intervene, divinely shake up and set fire to old ways of being, of these old ways of self-abandoning, these old ways of keeping this codependent, people-pleasing, crappy cycle at play in your life. What does your inner child need to hear in order to be able to do that. Now start to bring your awareness up into your heart. Your beautiful, beautiful, loving heart. And it's been said a million times not here today but I'm sure you've heard it <laughs> that in order to love 
we must love ourselves. In order to give, we must first fill ourselves up. So tune into this heart space and see where maybe you hold some resentment or anger or frustration from this survival tactic that's been playing out in your life. And offer it understanding, offer it love, offer it compassion, hold that vulnerable inner child that did this, started this, very intelligently so, in order to survive, and that's okay. But now is no longer the time, the time for that. So here in this heart space, we first need to offer ourselves love. We need to fill ourselves back up, not to the brim, but beyond, right? Not just to survive, but to thrive. So maybe ask what it is that your heart needs, what it is that your body needs. What is it that your mind needs, your emotional body needs, your nervous system? How can you take better care of yourself? How can you offer yourself love in a way that fills you up and overflows you? Make that commitment to yourself out of love. Listen to your boundaries, to your intuitive voice, to your intuitive yes or no from a place of love, from a place of compassion and understanding that this intuitive voice is much, much wiser than whatever crap is going on in your mind. The mind is a tool. The heart is authentically you. And from this beautiful, whole, authentic, beautiful, beautiful place, then how do you extend that love outwards? Maybe now you connect with the person who's been hanging out in your mind throughout this podcast. Right? This person that you try to please. How from this place of overflow can you offer them love? Now maybe this love comes in the form of your boundary. Because now you know that that is actually in their highest interest. 
so that they can learn how to fill themselves up, so that they can learn how to love themselves, so that they can learn how to break free from this cycle that they're also in. From that place of love and understanding, how do you then show up in this relationship? Feel that. Let your system bring in that alignment. Call in that loving version of yourself and let it anchor in. Feel the compassion that comes through. Feel the balance and the harmony that will be cultivated in your relationship by just simply listening to your intuitive voice and acting in accordance to it. Hmm. Now I know that this is so much easier said than done. From this heart-centered place, start to bring your awareness back to your breath. Bring your awareness, bring some gentle movement back into the rest of your body. And slowly open your eyes and bring yourself back into the external world. Hmm. Thank you so, so much for being here, for showing up for yourself, for showing up for the people you are in relationship with. May you experience so much love, so much harmony in your relationships. May you connect to your true, authentic voice. May you know that voice deeply and may you live your life in alignment with it.